from the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 121. Welcome, everyone, to The Mystic Show. And I hope you like that... Well, I wouldn't call it a long introduction, but the music, you know, goes for a little bit. That kind of helps us just calm down and relax a little bit. This show is not your average show where it's super high energy and, you know, uh, exciting and uh, shocking and all this stuff. This is The Mystic Show. Uh, And I'm your host, Chris Curran, and I'm happy you're able to join me. On this show, we talk about spirituality and mindfulness and a lot of the other subtle topics that really are the most important topics in our lives, but which we usually we don't give much time and attention to. So I'm going to actually I want to talk about those words, spirituality and mindfulness in a second. But just to remind you, the purpose of this show is for you and I and each one of us to grow spiritually, to be inspired to practice and try to live spirituality, not just, you know, read about it and, you know, think about it, you know, occasionally. We want to live it. We want to become that. So you can hear our show as a podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and on our website, themysticshow.net. Themysticshow.net has all our previous episodes, and you can sign up for the the behind-the-scenes emails. That's right, every week I send a little email with some little tidbits of behind-the-scenes information, and now you can, of course, you probably, well, you might know, you might not. When you sign up for the the behind-the-scenes email list, you get a copy of the audio project that I made called Relax with Rumi, which is me reading Rumi quotes, selected quotes from Rumi, over relaxing music. It's a really nice piece of audio, and you can download that for free. There's three different tracks. It's like 49 minutes of audio. It's really cool. Quick thank you to Pause Your Life as well. They're our supporter, our sponsor, Pause Your Life. Did you ever feel like you just wanted to hit the pause button on life? Well, go to pauseyourlife.org. They facilitate uh retreats and meetups. That's right. And the plan for this show, this episode, is I I wanted to talk, like I said, about those two words specifically, spirituality and mindfulness, really quick. I wanted to, what, what do they mean? Okay, the word spirituality is, it can have so many different meanings and, and different people talk about it, they mean different things. So on this show, and in my opinion, spirituality, it means going into yourself, getting to the spiritual truth of your existence here on earth. 
So it has nothing to do with religion. Religion is just the structure that man made to, well, for various reasons, right? We know why religion was made. Uh, Some of them are known. Some of them are tried to keep hidden, but uh, religion is there and it's good for people who need religion. It's there. Uh, Other people like myself have sort of said, you know what? Religion's not doing it for me. Um, I want to go deeper into myself, into the universe, into the subtle creator that some people call God or their higher power and all this stuff. I wanted to know what it was. So that, to me, that's spirituality, that, that journey of you trying to figure out what the heck, where are you? What, what are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> and not just on a physical material level either, because that the material level plays a part, but uh, it's only a small part in the end, because in the end, you and I are going to be dust or dirt, right? So that's spirituality. It applies to everyone. It doesn't matter what your background, what country you grew up in, doesn't matter your religion, doesn't matter anything. Every single human on earth can talk about spirituality and try to achieve higher spiritual consciousness, whatever you want to call that, right? So that's what I mean by spirituality. And the word mindfulness is, I see it mentioned a lot online. And again, it's a word that different people use. It has different meanings. Um, In my interpretation, it means being present. And it means also a higher awareness. You can call it self-awareness or spiritual awareness. Some sort of higher awareness. That's mindfulness is when when you're not just following trains of thought and following your desires and, you know, thinking about the ice cream cone that you're going to order at the drive-thru in about two minutes. Mindfulness is is sort of taking a step back from all the material world and just being present in the true sense of the word, presence in meaning in this moment, in the now. Um, and you know, obviously living your life, obviously going through the drive-thru, getting your ice cream cone, that's fine. Uh, However, staying connected to that presence while you're ordering the ice cream cone and eating the ice cream cone, that's mindfulness. And that's, again, uh, just a higher awareness. So, So when I say that this show is about spirituality and mindfulness, um, that's what I mean. And I think it's good at times just to reiterate this because, you know, everybody wants to think about that their religion's the best. I shouldn't say everybody. Many people want to think that their religion is the best and that their practice is the best and all this kind of thing. But, you know, we're going to learn from this the section of the James Allen book that we're reading that the saints and sages they don't feel that way. They don't have that attitude. Um, So spirituality and mindfulness at the core meaning of those words, we can all agree on that, right? Is there any one of us that's going to stand up and say, no, there's no higher power. There's no God. There's nothing. It's just material world 
desires of eating and sleeping and going to the bathroom. You know, some people do say that, and those people would not be listening to this show. (laughs) And that's fine. That's totally fine. And maybe they're right, right? How do we know? We don't know. Anyway, that's where faith comes in, which that's a whole nother topic. I did also want to, for our new listeners, want to mention a little bit about me and my uh, background and my journey, just very little. Um, And for those of you who've been listening for a while, you may not know certain things, but I am currently meditating with a specific practice, and uh, it's very, very effective for me at this time. I've been doing the same practice for about 12 years, and I also help teach that practice. I help beginners get started, basically. That's all I do. Um, and it's very effective. If you want to learn more about that, there's probably links on the the Mystic Show website um, and in my bio or something. So if you're interested in tracking that down, you can. And besides that, I think I'm living the same life as every single person, including you. I, I'm just getting slapped around by life just like you are, you know, living in the material world is rough. You know, all the plans that we have, hardly any of them come to fruition. We're frustrated a lot. It's, you know, uh, and of course, that's why we're thinking about these higher values, right? Because there was a time in my life when I realized everything I'm trying to do in the physical world, either it doesn't work or it works in a different way or I end up causing more problems than solutions. And it just, it, it's just this downward spiral or, or, or just a spiral. Maybe you're spiraling in place. I don't know. But there's, I, I, that's the, re, the realization I had in life was there's got to be something more. This, is, this can't be all there is. Just get up, go to work, worry about money, eat, sleep, go to the bathroom. That's it. There's more, there's got to be more. So, and this whole journey, and I'm sure you agree, it's difficult. You know, one of the most difficult things that I find is, well, mostly dealing with other people, right? I think when we're sitting by ourselves and meditating, everything's fine. But when we have to deal with other people, and maybe those other people are not so nice or or there may be uh, really negative people or people, you know, evil, trying to swindle you and take your money and all these things, right? This happens all day, every day, everywhere. Um, how, do you handle the, how do you handle dealing with those people? So a lot of times, it's just best to keep our mouth shut, obviously, right? Um, because most times, most times we speak, it's not necessary, like 99%. But we like to speak, we like to talk, and we like to gossip and all this, whatever. Um, but knowing when to speak up and knowing when to keep quiet, that seems to be an art. Or, or that seems to be a critical skill, and I'm learning that. I mean, I, and I, I'm sure you are too. I see certain things in life that are not so good, and I really want to speak up and say, hey, this isn't good. Don't do that. Stop it. 
but I don't because it's, I don't know. It's not my, a lot of times I feel it's not my place to be like some sort of little police officer going around and telling people, ah, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. Do it this way, not that way. I mean, most times I don't say anything because I don't want to. Even if something a little negative is happening, I'll just let it happen because, I mean, I'm not going to get into a fight with someone over something small because you know when you bring it up to that person, they're going to get all defensive and argumentative. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it to have an argument. So you just let it go. However, there are times when certain things happen that are beyond ridiculous, (laughs) you might say. Just crazy stuff where you absolutely, where I'll, I'll speak for myself, where I have to absolutely stand up and put my foot down and say something. And I will say something. And it's hard to decide when to talk and when not to talk. But I will say, those moments when you really feel in your heart that you want to talk and then you just find yourself standing up and talking without really thinking about it too much, that's good. Because if you're doing it from your heart and it's spontaneous, it's good. If you think about it too much and you don't know, should I say something, should I not, usually you should not. Now, that's a rule of thumb. I'm not telling you how to live life or anything, right? That's just an idea. It's an idea for you to think about and determine, is that good? The other uh, situation regarding dealing with other people is to know what language to use and what tone to use. And by language, I don't mean like English or Spanish. I mean what words to use and, and what tone to use. Should it be a nice, gentle tone when you're telling someone, you know, you really shouldn't do that. Uh, you're hurting a bunch of other people by doing that. I mean, should you say it really softly? Does that make it better? <laughs> because we know if you say something too harsh to someone else, they're, gonna, they're not even going to listen to the words. They're going to hear your tone and they're going to get defensive and argumentative. So... Now, look, this is the mystic show. This is all about you and I becoming mystics, becoming saints, achieving the highest spiritual goal available to human beings. But I got to tell you, everyday life is the greatest teacher and dealing with other people and and having having to talk to them and trying to talk to them in a way that they understand you and they'll get the point without getting argumentative. This, to me, this is important. Now, maybe for you, it's not important. Maybe you've already solved this problem on your spiritual journey. And maybe you deal with everyone perfectly. Or maybe you haven't even started thinking about this yet and you don't care. It's okay. I'm bringing it up because it, it seems to be a problem as I see it in many, many individuals. And it's, and it's also something I think about. So I recently had a conversation with a friend who was going through a personal situation. Um, I don't know if it's a crisis, but a situation. A situation in life that is very important and um, 
and again, it's you, you just want to do the right thing, and you're you know you're for, forced to make these decisions about what to do, and um, and it was a decision that um, that was not popular with uh, other people, and uh, so I'll I'll speak from first person. I don't want to. I'm obviously not going to mention the person and the actual situation, um, but sometimes in our families, for instance, you'll do something in your family. And the rest of your family won't like it. And then you have to deal with that, right? Then you have to, you, you know, you have to live life and your family's angry with you, but you, you think you're doing the right thing and your family thinks you're doing the wrong thing. And then how do you handle that? There's so many, there's so many different angles to that because it's family. It's not like it's a stranger. You can walk away and ignore them for the rest of your life and you're done. This is family. This it's not easy, right? So I think we we had a nice conversation, and there's a few points I just wanted to talk about here. Basically, everyone is struggling, I think, and and you know we just talked about it a few minutes ago, but everyone in life is struggling to do the right thing, to achieve certain goals, to figure out what the heck they're doing here, and. And all this stuff to try and get approval from others if they think they need it. Everybody's struggling. And here's the thing. Most people, when you take a certain action and they uh, criticize you for it, most of them are just reacting out of their programming, their mental programming. Right? Because we all we know that most people on the planet Earth are, they're not practicing mindfulness they're just living from their programming you know it's like a smoker smoker smokes cigarettes every day just keeps smoking 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 that it's just a habit it's a ritual and everything can be a ritual your job your friends your tone of voice your your, the way you communicate um, the activities you do obviously and I think most people they don't think they just react and most and they're reacting from their programming so it's especially prevalent in in cultures for instance my wife was born in india and i've been to india several times and the indian culture is a very rich culture there's a lot of rules there's a lot of you know this is how we live this is what we do this is what we do not do. <laughs> and okay, it's probably one of the oldest cultures on earth, certainly. Um, and a lot of the a lot of the ways that Indian culture lives is good. There's a purpose, right? And by all means, go research it, look into it, find out the purposes. It's it's pretty fascinating. However, life is life. And your journey, or, or I should say, an individual's journey toward their spiritual goal should not be helped or hindered by a culture. Meaning, you might have to go against your culture sometimes <laughs> on your own journey. So, and, and guess what? Your family, you know, and or your culture, they're all going to speak up and say, hey, you're stupid. You're doing the wrong thing and all this stuff. 
right? But keep in mind, they're they're mostly all of them. In fact, I would say all of them. They're just speaking from their programming, their mental programming. Um, how do you cope with this? How do you cope with the fact when you do something in your own life and everybody starts criticizing you? <laughs> well, it, I, I submit that they are not evil and they actually think they're doing good. They actually think they're trying to help you. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are, you know. Well, from a higher spiritual stance, they are helping you, right? Everything's helping you at every moment. You know, everything is good, if you want to think about it that way. But how do you handle these situations? Well, you can just look up, you know, look up. Look toward these higher spiritual values. Understand the higher truth that these people are innately good people. They just might be acting badly or judging you harshly or saying harsh words, you know, in their heart, they're probably good people. They are. But they're just saying these words and criticizing you because of their programming. So we just have to, once we understand that, that that's the reason they're criticizing me, that's the reason they're saying harsh things is because of their programming, then, you know, it it might not be as difficult to deal with. So... And the other thing is sometimes if it's if it's family and friends are um, turning on you, really really criticizing you and letting you have it, sometimes you have to let go, you know, so-called important people in your life. And yes, that means family. And and this is all right. I'm going to try and explain this because in this world, well. You are in this world, and everything outside of you is just, it's there. It's the situation you're in. But you and your inner self and your spiritual growth to the highest is of paramount importance. That's the first concern that all of us should have is achieving the highest spiritual goal ourselves first. Because we all know that until you achieve a high level in spirituality, you can't really help other people anyway. You can do little things. We've talked about this before, but, um, you know, and again, the whole analogy of when you're on the airplane and when the oxygen mask comes down, you should put your own mask on first before you help other people. Why? Because if you're helping your child and you don't get your child's mask on quick enough, you'll both die. So, you can only help someone when you're okay, when you're all set, then you can help them. So that's the trajectory we're on. And, uh, and even family can get in the way of that spiritual progress, you know, because if you have to, if, if your family's yelling at you and criticizing you every day, all day, how are you going to possibly develop a calm mind how are you going to meditate? How are you going to have any sense of peace? How are you going to be able to practice spirituality? You're going to be worried all the time. You're going to be getting yelled at and everything. You, you, can't, you can't do it. So it's my opinion, and it's just an opinion, that anyone in our life that is really causing us too much grief 
and really making my spiritual practice undoable, we can let let those people go. You know, it's like cutting off, it's like, it's like a hot air balloon and there's, you know, it's anchored to the ground with like a 50 ton block of stone. I mean, no matter how, how you blow up that hot air balloon with, with this hot light air, it's not going to take off because it, it cannot rise off the ground with this 50 ton block of stone. The only way to, to take lift off is to cut that stone off. And when you cut that stone off, it might seem like, oh, you know, oh, but it's my brother. How can I not talk to my brother anymore? Well, so what? <laughs> From a high level, so what? If you, if, if you can't focus on your life and you can't meditate properly because your brother is all out of hand, then you have to cut it off. So we, each of us, has to do anything that we need to do to progress spiritually. And if we let someone else hold us down, that's our own fault, right? So, because here, here's the truth. You're not Superman. Or you're not Superwoman. You can't deal with everything and handle everything, all the negativity in life. You can't. You'll break down and you'll, you'll be crushed. So we can't. I, you know, this happened in my life several times where I was in a situation where I was doing, for instance, a lot of work. And the other people were not doing so much work. And I did all the work for a long time. And then after a while, I said, you know what? I can't do all the work anymore. So I'm done. And everyone else criticized me. They said, well, come on, you're supposed to do the work. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not doing it all by myself. And not because I shouldn't do the work and not because the work is not important, but because I personally can't progress spiritually while I'm doing all this work for you. I can't do my work and your work and his work and her work all at the same time and still progress myself. I can't do it. We're not able to do that. I'm sorry. We're not Superman or Superwoman. That's just, that's just reality. So that brings up, how do we handle all this? Um, and one of, the, one of the things that can be helpful is to have a vision of where you want to go. Because if we get stuck, you know, um, if we get stuck wallowing in the present situation and complaining about it and worrying about it. We're just going to be stuck there. What happens is when you have a vision of, of the life you want to build for yourself or the spiritual entity that you want to become, you can focus on that vision. You can look forward into the future and not be so bogged down with the present moment. So you can also hang out with supportive people. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. The people you're hanging around with are are mostly dictating your level of success. Think about that one for a while. That's pretty deep. Um, and, you know, wisdom. Wisdom is learning. But you know what wisdom is, partly? It means avoiding problems. So, 
and I learned this personally myself because I've gotten into problems and I tried to solve the problem and they're not solvable. Most of these problems of life, there's no solution. There's no one solution that's going to make everything okay. It, no. So wisdom says, avoid the whole thing in the first place. So once you start to meditate and calm your mind and you can think properly, your mind is calm enough to think, you can actually think about your life and actually make sure that you avoid, especially the, the big problems. I mean, you probably can't avoid everything. But the major, major problems in your life that are really going to distract you from your spiritual practice, you can avoid them. But we have to think. We have to be have a calm mind. You know, and on, it's only when we can think properly that we can th- that we can find these solutions and avoid these things. You know, and if we just if we if we don't have the calmness of mind, then we just start making these emotional reactions to things. You know, we start just playing out the programming in our own mind and doing things. And they're usually the wrong things. <laughs> and they usually cause even more problems. <laughs> so, you know, a good, a good analogy is with chess. You know, there's these chess grandmasters who are just the best chess players in the world. And when they play games, they play for four, five, six hours. That's, that's the, a chess game. But when they play speed chess, let's say the game is going to be 20 minutes or 10 minutes. Even the best chess players in the world, they make a lot of mistakes when they're forced to play too quickly. So that's how it is in our life. When in, our li- in your life, when you're coming up on a situation and you just make emotional decisions really quickly, you're going to make mistakes, right? And, and me too. We all do it. But if we're able to practice meditation, calm our mind, think about it, take our time, um, you can make, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll cut out most of your mistakes, if not all of them. So, wow, that seemed like a big, long lecture. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope I said something good <laughs> and helpful, but um, yeah, check out themysticshow.net for all our other episodes. And um, thanks for listening. I hope, I hope there were some concepts in here that, that made you think a little. I mean, spirituality is very subtle and it's, it's a deep feeling. And at the same time, we have to live life and we have to learn how to navigate the material world to make sure that we have enough peace of mind to follow our spiritual journey as well. So I hope you can do that. I thank you for listening. And as always, keep shining. <laughs>